Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That being said, let's bring in Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. So, Ryan, uh, I, I have explained this a couple of times, and uh, it's basically when I asked Ron Wolf years ago, I said, what would constitute you to be wanting to make a trade? And he said, look, if I believe I'm a couple of players away, a player or two away, I'm going to make a deal regardless. He said, you push your chips to the middle of the table. So do you feel the Packers are a player or two away from being one of those elite teams? Yeah, I think that's where they position themselves. I mean, a bad loss on Sunday, notwithstanding, this is a team that is on the short list of bona fide Super Bowl contenders in this league. It's got a Hall of Fame quarterback that's playing at a high level, and it's got a defense that is playing really bad, but you'd expect to regress to the mean at some point and, and, and play better. So yeah, I, I, a, a player or two away. And I, I can tell you where that might be too. receiver interior defensive line. That's where they need help on, on this roster. They need more juice in that receiving core. I mean, this is something that we could have told you right in, 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 in March, they need more juice in that receiving core and they need more help. Again, something we knew since January at the, at the latest, uh, they need more help stopping the run, interior defensive line, a partner for Kenny Clark. That, that, that's what they need. So you could say that there may be two players away. Um, I have no doubt that the Packers are making calls. I'm sure that they're, they're, they're interested in making a trade, but that doesn't mean that there will be a trade to be made. So we'll just have to see if, if, if a deal is actually able to be struck. What do you feel they need? Because I've, I've said all along, obviously, uh, somebody up front defensive line help to help stop the run, I'll, that or a linebacker, and then obviously the wide receiver. Are those the three biggest areas still of concern? I think so. You know, someone like a Will Fuller makes a lot of sense uh, if, if they were able to, to go out and get someone like him. Um, and I, I don't think it needs to be a star on that interior defensive line. They, they just, they need someone that can do the dirty work that, that can help take blockers off of Kenny Clark and at least have some type of a presence, not, not a, not a star. Kenny Clark's still going to get double team, but, but someone who's, who's there that, that commands respect from opposing offensive lines on the interior that does the dirty work. Um, someone like, a, you know, go back a few years, a, a Latroy Guyon type guy, right. a, a, someone like that, 
that's that's kind of the the, the level of caliber player that they they could really use on, on that interior defensive line. They, they don't have that guy right now, and if they were able to go out there and, and, and add that, that that shouldn't that shouldn't be too much too much to add. That doesn't even have to be in a trade, by the way. They might be able to go. Uh, I think of the two positions, a trade more likely a receiver. Uh, they they can you know go go out and, and into the market perhaps post trade deadline and still add a guy like that uh, if one becomes available. So um, I, you know trade deadline. Anytime you hear the word deadline, that's always well this is this is the last day to do something. You got to get it done. I don't know that that's necessarily the case, especially with defensive line. But this is a big opportunity if they're able to to, to pull something off today. So is it? A failure if they don't. Now, I understand it takes two, but if, if if you're looking at a guy like, say, a Quentin Williams, who the rumor was that maybe a second-round draft choice might be in order for him, and you don't pull the trigger on a guy like that that's a controllable contract, wouldn't it, it, do you kind of look at it as, man, you had the opportunity and you just failed? It would be a disappointment. Failure is a bit of a strong word for me, but I can see how some people might, might, might see it that way. I think it would certainly be a disappointment because this is a team – that is on the cusp, and what make what what really amplifies the disappointment is that you look around the NFC, and you look at the other contenders and what they're doing, and they're they're making moves, they're adding to their team, and, and so to stay stuck in neutral at this point um, would would in some ways be seen as 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 reverse because other teams are are progressing, they're 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 adding, they're moving forward. Um, and getting better, so I, I think that context really does matter um, in in that case and and the reality is that you know that you know Tampa Bay went out and got Antonio Brown we'll see if he can finish the season there but they they did go out and get Antonio Brown they're better if if he's able to play um you look around and 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 Quan Quan Alexander uh going to New Orleans you know there's there's certainly there's 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 other teams that have gotten better um now let's talk about the 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 COVID case obviously no (laughs) Well, you're talking about uh, Kamal Martin and not being able to play. Now you've got Jamal Williams not being able to play, A.J. Dillon not being able to play. I mean, this is just uh, – although Jimmy Garoppolo and uh, Kittle are not going to be playing in this contest, so maybe you're catching them at the right time. But, boy, this is, uh, this is becoming a high level of concern right now for the offense, isn't it? Well, there's no question that the Packers are catching the 49ers at the right time. Their entire team is on IR. So as bad as things are with, with COVID-19 here, and, and as of right now, it, it, it does look to be contained, and that doesn't mean that that picture can't change because if we know anything about this virus is that it can change very quickly. Uh, but right now, it, we, we know what the landscape looks like. A.J. Dillon has, been, has tested positive for COVID-19. He's been moved to the COVID-19 reserve list. Jamal Williams and Kamal Martin have been deemed high risk, and because of that will be unavailable Thursday night. The earliest that they, they, they have to be removed from the team for five days uh, after their, their last known uh, exposure to, to the uh, person who tested positive. That would be Sunday because A.J. Dillon played Sunday. So we're looking at not being available to be to return to the team till the end of this week. Um with that said, Bill, the 49ers, my goodness, uh, you want to talk about a team that just could not have, have more go wrong, um, including George Kittle and, and Jimmy Garoppolo missing several weeks now, Raheem Moser. Uh, they, on, the, on the defensive side, they're already without Richard Sherman, Nick Bosa, D. Ford, Ezekiel Ansah, on and on and on. 
Um, they're, they're going, this Packers team is going to be playing against a bunch of backups on Thursday night, and that, that, is, that is an opportunity, no matter what's going on in the COVID front here, that is an opportunity that they've got to take advantage of. The, uh, the Packers played against a ton of backups uh, against Minnesota, and they weren't able to throw the ball any better than if, if say, the starters were there. Is that concerning? It's got to be because twice now you've seen this team, this offense that's been so good for, for basically mo- all the season. Twice they've fallen behind by by multiple scores, in in you know or, or with a lot of time on the clock. It, it, two weeks ago against Tampa Bay, it was in the second quarter. It was still in, in third quarter against uh, the Vikings, and they just they just got stuck in the mud. They, 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 no traction, no production. Um, and, and you saw this team really just slam on the brakes and get halted uh, and not have the firepower to play catch-up, this team isn't – this offense isn't really built for catch-up. It's built for methodical, efficient, ball control, march down the field. Uh, the, the type of drives you saw that this Packers offense put together, 13-play, eight-minute drives in the first half against the Vikings, that's what this offense can do, but – the quick strike, it's not really there, and it's going to be less and less, especially if they're not able to get a receiver, because every team, every defense that they they play in, on the rest of their schedule is going to know, hey, you take Devontae Adams out of it no matter how you can. And I understand Devontae Adams had three touchdowns on Sunday. They all came from within seven yards. His longest catch was 15 yards. They were not The Vikings were not going to give him anything deep. That, that's how they played him. That's how every defense is going to play him. If you take away Devontae Adams' big play, take away Devontae Adams' deep, who else on this, the, the, in this passing game can, can stretch you vertically? Well, the, Robert Tunyon, uh, you've got you got tight ends. Jamal Williams is is, is uh, one of their best receiving threats, and Aaron Jones best one of their best receiving threats. You've got running backs, but you don't have any other receivers that can that can really shoulder the load, and that's that's very concerning. In this league, receivers are are, are what stretch the field. You you got to have receivers. The Packers have one, and and they haven't had a, a consistent. You know, Alan Lazard might be close to coming back from IR. But Alan Lazard has not been a consistent number two throughout his time here. He's had some big moments. He's not been a consistent number two. He's the closest they've got. Um, I, I, I think it's a big concern. The, uh, when you talk about the wide receiver position, um, what is it with – is it just the fact that Marquez Valdez-Scantling can get to the ball, he just can't keep it in his hands? You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Equidemia St. Brown, for that matter, they're really talented guys. I, you, you see what the Packers like about both of them. They're, they're big. They've, they've got great catch radius. Um, they're, they're lanky. They're tall, long, and they run really fast. Uh, but then you remember that the, these guys were fifth and sixth round picks. They were day three draft picks. And to this point in their career, they have played very much like day three draft picks. They played like what they were drafted to be. Uh, they're not, it, despite the talent, the, despite the, 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 the ability, the, the athletic ability, the, the height, the speed, they're not second and third round picks. They're not first round picks. They're fifth and sixth round picks. So I, with, with, with MVS and, and with EQ, I, I think at this point, you're going to get what, what they are. That's, that's what they are. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's not like they're bust. I, I, I don't think that they've, I don't think either either of them have been blessed. EQ when he's been on the field and healthy, uh, he's he's been able to make some plays, but they're just they're, they're not top of the draft type receivers. They haven't been that, and, and I, I don't know that they'll ever be that. 
Hey, real quick, I know I'm running late, but I wanted to ask you, the one name we have not talked about has been David Bakhtiari. He goes down with injury, and we kept saying at the beginning of the season, boy, I don't think there's anybody that can back up at the left tackle position, and we have not talked about it, which is probably the best thing that could have happened uh, considering Bakhtiari did go down for a couple of games. It's pretty stunning, the, the job that Billy Turner has done on, on that left side. And, and Rick Wagner, I know he's got the knee injury, but coming in and, and playing right tackle the, the way he's done. You know, if, if you would have said last week that the Packers lose to the Vikings I, and, and that David Bakhtiari wouldn't play, I, I think that it would have been very easy to, to point at that as, as the reason. Well, certainly the offensive line struggled, they get the Vikings were able to get after Aaron Rodgers, um, even though the Vikings defense isn't very good. They, they just, you know, they struck. And the reality is that the offensive line did not struggle. The reasons why they had a bad loss were because they couldn't stop the run and they just didn't have the, the, the firepower in the passing game to play catch up when they needed to. Um, yeah, the offensive line has been tremendous and, and give a lot of credit to Billy Turner because he, he struggled in, in his past at left tackle. Uh, he struggled. He was with the, with the Miami Dolphins at left tackle. He has played at a very high level this this season. No doubt about it. Great stuff as always, Ryan. We appreciate it. We'll talk again later in the week, okay? All right. Take care. Thanks, pal. There you go. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com. You can follow him on Twitter at ByRyanWood, at ByRyanWood. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 85-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.